When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back to another episode of Pissed Off Fracker. To join you today by your host Richard, and we're here to talk about the Turkish Grand Prix. So here today with me to talk about it is none other than starting off with Mahad. Mahad, how are we, brother? I'm all good, brother. I'm all good. Caught up on the race. Caught up on all, everything to do with Turkish Grand Prix. It was a good one. Yeah. How are you, Richard? I'm not too bad, bro. Not too bad. You know, same old, same old. You know the usual. Mart, how are we, bro? Fresh out the band, though. Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Not too bad. Um, yeah, it was a good. It was a good. It was a good weekend of racing, I suppose, this weekend. So it was nice, nice to see. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. And Kwame, how about you, bro? Does he froze? No. I saw my Wi-Fi. You know, the buffing sign. So you know, hopefully, I'll be with you guys the whole way through. But yeah, well, the race was, the HMP Wi-Fi, the race yeah. was decent. Yeah, a bit jumpy, man. But that's neither here or there. The race was, was okay. We'll, we'll touch on to it. Yeah, let's hope that HMP Chris Wi-Fi don't be kicking in too much to spot, but... Yeah, anyways. Yeah, free Chris, man. Free Chris. Fresh off the can. 23-hour bang up and all them thing there. Anyways... <laughs> Anyways, let's be about to let's be about to call you. Anyways, we'll get started. We'll get started. Apologize, but if if you listen to previous episodes and you know about Chris's internet, um, you'll be aware. Um, that is very very dodgy. Yeah, yeah, very dodgy, very dodgy internet. But yeah, Richard, God. Anyways. Thanks, anyway, Mahad. Moving on to Quali. Talk about um, Lewis's pace. Um, it's the only person who did watch Quali, Mart. <laughs> Talk to me about uh, Lewis's pace this weekend. Um, qualifying. And, I mean, yeah, all weekend he was just quick. I, I don't, that new ICE they put in the car. Don't, don't know what they did, what they done to it, but he was quick. He was very quick. Um, he was fastest, I think, in all set in two sessions, the two first practice and second practice. And then he was that quality, he was just putting in lap after lap and it was just topping the charts. No one was coming close to him, really. I think, uh, I think the clerk came close to him at one point in, like, I think, Q2. But mm. yeah, he was at 0.4 quicker than Boas, I think, in, uh, in the end. Oh, wait, no. Mm. I think it was him and Bottas uh, end up being very quick, close in first, yeah. Not, but yeah, in, uh, in Q3, I think, yeah, him and Bottas were quite close. But apart from that, everyone else was at least half a second off the pace. So, where, whatever they done to that car, yeah, it definitely worked. It definitely worked on. Um, I think I suppose we'll touch on it later a bit about Mercedes' pace as well. I think it's quite similar to you know. When Bottas put a fresh engine in in Monza, uh, and Monza he was just yeah, out yeah. here. He was yeah, just lightning. It looked like that, it did, yeah. So it might be the same ICE they put in, but they just didn't add all the rest of the packages um, that Bottas had probably at Sochi or something. So, yeah, yeah I was just changed I was the engine itself, isn't it? They didn't change yeah, they didn't the put... whole MGUK and all the other components, isn't it? Yeah. No, they left all the hybrid stuff alone and just touched uh, on the internal combustion engine <clears throat> and changed that. Um, I think Toto was concerned about 
um, all the hybrid aspects of the engine. And that's why Bottas is one kind of failed after Russia and had to throw it away. So um, I think it's a smart move just to change the the internal combustion engine because they were complaining about like a knocking sound. Um, from what I heard about, from what Toto said anyway, in the post-race interview. So um, it seemed like it worked. He was flying, quality. Yeah, most, most definitely. Yeah, Mercedes did well. Especially there was definitely on job today. Um, well, on quality, for definitely with their race pace and whatnot. So uh, let's move on to the race. Um, Bottas, you know, he had a hell of a performance this weekend, didn't he? Mahad, um, I know you didn't watch it live, but I know you've seen plenty of highlights. Talk to me about uh, Bottas's performance this weekend. Um, I rewatched um, the race this morning because um, I wasn't able to watch it live, unfortunately. But um, Bottas had a faultless weekend, I think. I think considering his quality pace and then the actual race, he got off to a really, really good start. Um, people were just... I think ma- most people thought Max is just going to eat him up at the beginning and he'll be long yeah. gone, but he was quicker off the line than Max and he had a actually faultless race. You, the race pace was there. We were worried about uh, his ability to drive in the wet, considering last year and the amount of spins he had in Turkey. Probably one of the worst races in his career and a bit of a redemption arc here where he's managed to do a faultless race. He had one little error, uh, I think, in the early laps where he kind of nearly uh, lost control of the car. But from that, I didn't see any problems there. Uh, quick pit, no problems from Mercedes. Was able to uh, do the crucial overtake uh, on Leclerc when he was going out long and just coasted it home. I think he won by like 14 seconds, I think. Um, yeah, something like that, yeah. Which which is surprising because he put 14 seconds on Verstappen's head top. And mm. we're not really expecting that type of things from Bottas anyway, anyway. Um, and from Mercedes this year. So big step up from Mercedes. Um, I think they're in a little bit of a purple patch in terms of getting the car in the right place. And Bottas as well. People, I, I personally thought, okay, look, once we saw Bottas signing for Alfa Romeo, this guy ain't winning a race. That's it. That's the last F1 race he's ever winning, Russia Russia 2020. But he's managed to do a great race, get a great race, get his 10th victory in his career. And I think what is one of his best ones. So absolutely faultless race. Uh, I have no criticism. What I say. He usually gets cooked on this pod. But... Um, I rate him for today. Uh, yesterday, giving me his flowers. Yeah, I definitely agree. <clears throat> Mars, do you have any takes on uh, Bottas uh, for yesterday? Um, uh, what my head said there's a faultless weekend for him. I mean, uh, he did what he had to do in quali, get a guy P two. Um, uh, yeah, so he automatically went up to P one. Was quick off the line and. Pretty much, as my had said, faultless throughout the whole race. Nothing. Didn't do anything dumb. It just just drove drove how he should always drive. And he was quick. He managed his tyres, I suppose, well enough. So he didn't have to really worry about Max. There was no really real threat from like, oh, um, if Max pits, then they might be able to get um, any type of undercut, overcut. They were pretty much covered like all the way because of how quick Bottas was and just um, yeah, the pace was just really good all all race. So big ups to him. It's finally see him doing something good for once. So I think I think it's important to note as well that he did his job as a teammate as well by stopping Max from winning the race because you're taking points out of your competitors' hands. And the fact that he managed to maximise the weekend and get max points, that helps with constructors and it stops uh, Verstappen gaining even more of an advantage in the Drivers' Championship. So uh, I think it's uh, well done all around for Bottas. And I think Mercedes and Toto and everybody else will be really happy with his performance. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, he was... It's definitely one of his best performances of the season and probably one of his best in a while you know, for the last couple of years. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Anyways, moving on to something that happened just after the start, and that is the Gasly and Alonso incident. Kwame, did you th- do you think the penalty was correct for Gasly, or do you think it was incorrect? Uh, I thought it was a very, very harsh one. Very, very harsh. Um, 
you know, when you know, during the overtake, there wasn't that much space, especially you know, in a track like Turkey, uh, quite a uh, tight street, uh, street circuit, trying to overtake. He uh, tagged on so again, I don't think it was intentional, but he did, you know, clip on so and he did impact on his race. So I understand why the shooters gave it, but I thought that was a bit harsh. But saying that, I thought like Alonso's um penalty on Schumacher, uh, his crash, I thought like that was way more of a uh, incident that was that should have been um, uh, penalized rather than the one with Gasly on Alonso. Um, personally, I wouldn't, have gi- I wouldn't have given it, but I understand why. The uh, stewards penalized Gasly, but also Alonso incident, which happened same lap even when he got spun. I, I, I would have penalized Alonso for it because um, at that point he, there was more space. Uh, it was just Alonso and Shumi, and then tangled. So it's a harsh, but I understand why the stewards gave Alonso the short. By the way, Alonso did get penalized for it as well for that uh, Shumi incident. He got a fasting penalty. But I didn't see them since we were so yeah, it's one of those things. Um, how do you any any takes on the uh, penalty? What do you think it was Alonso terrorism as usual? Um, Alonso terrorism on Mick Schumacher. Um, so that's one hundred percent. That's a slam dunk penalty. Um, but with the Gasly incident, it's kind of like FIA is kind of taking this line now where uh, we don't care about if it's lap one or not, if it's a racing incident or not. We're gonna kind of punish. Uh, the outcome rather than anything else and it's a bit strange that Gasly got sandwiched he got kind of got squeezed by Perez on the inside didn't have really anywhere to go uh, Alonso has every right to go right on the outside because the space is there but when that space starts closing off as you're going side by side with him and he gets nicked by Gasly obviously no reason at all obviously oh, there is a reason because Perez is squeezing him but I would say it's more of a racing incident. Alonso said it was a racing incident at the end of the race. I don't think it's fair that Gasly had to hold a five-second penalty and gets two lap points on his license for something that's not really his fault. Uh, it's kind of out of his control. Uh, I don't I always try to think about when, when you got a penalty, what could have Gasly not done to avoid it? You couldn't do anything to avoid it. So you have to take into account... Um, if he's in control of the situation, if he isn't, because what if he decides to hold his position, then Perez, he crashes into Perez and then he gets a penalty anyway. So um, I think it's a bit harsh, uh, kind of ruined Gasly's race. He could have finished much higher. If he didn't get that five second penalty, we're talking about maybe top four finish, maybe. So uh, he managed to keep the pace and everything like that. But I think it's um, it was. It's a harsh penalty, and I don't think uh, I agree with it, to be fair. Alonso's one on Mick, they didn't really show it for some reason. They only showed that the outcome of it. I don't really see it from different angles, um, but it looked like a slam dunk. And it kind of ruined Mick's race. He ended up 19th. Alonso ended up, what, 16th. Um, both their races were ended, and he deserved to hold a five-second penalty. But, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um Yeah. The Gazi one was really, really harsh. You know, we had check on the left-hand side of him and there's not really much he could do. But, yeah, the penalty points is a bit of a piss take as well, to be fair. But, you know, at least Alonso did get punished in the end, in a way. For you know, terrorism on Mick. But, yeah, anyways, it is what it is. Uh, Mars, quickly, uh, do you think lap one incidents should be punished res- retrospectively or do you think there should be some leeway, in a way? Or should just all be shooting the same? No matter the lap. Um... I think if you're going into like the first three turns of a race, like it's always going to be close. The cars are going to be close together. Um, and if you want wheel-to-wheel racing and you want to make the cars like next year, they're going to bring in cars which are going to be meant to be closer together. Um, and yeah, so you get more competitive racing. You're going to kind of expect it on the first even in like the first two laps that there might be some contact. So I don't really see, as long as it's nothing outrageous, I don't see the reason as to why you'll punish it. Like it's just things that naturally happen unless you're doing like what Stroll and Bottas did the other day. Um, where was it? Was it not Spa, the other one before? Hungry, that. hungry. Hungry, hungry. As, as long as you're not doing something like that, then I, I don't see why you're getting uh, penalised. Um it's kind of a bit silly to me. I mean, they two, point, two points on the license and two points on the license. Bottas and Stroll, and Gasly gets the same. And Stroll and Bottas was doing terrorism. Oh, 
it's ridiculous. And then you think about it, like, it even happened to Lewis as well earlier on this season, um, where he, where him and Max had a tangle at Silverstone. It's like you go wheel to wheel racing is the opening lap. You kind of that's kind of what you want to see if you. Yeah, it's just just it just doesn't sit right. But it is where it is, man. If they, I know, as long as they're consistent with it, I don't. It's not as big as a problem. But you lot, you like for drivers to be a bit more aggressive on the opening lap, even though it is still one of the most dangerous times um, during the race. Mm. That's the issue. Though. I don't think the FIA, FIA are very consistent when it comes to penalty points or um, penalized decisions, like you, like you just said. Um, what so? Gasly probably know the same two points for you know something that can be classed as a race incident compared to somebody like you know Stroll, what Tassi is doing just not up, you know, definition derby in Hungary. Like it, it doesn't add up or make sense. I, I don't think the FIA want racing to be fair. That's that's what I'm thinking. Like it doesn't really make sense. I think the first couple of laps you just gotta let these guys do what they want to do. Um, unless it's like you, like what Mark said, if blatant and obvious, and it's just absolute madness what you're doing, um, you kind of have to just let things slide. The the the, the pack of the, the field is like all bunched up, and you're in massive cars, and you're trying exactly. to go down the same road. It's not. It's not, even, yeah, it's, happen, not even like, it's not even like it was back in the day where the cars were a little smaller and stuff. These cars are like massive. They're like double decker buses now, and they just. Yeah, going like what zero to a hundred kilometers in how many seconds? You just need to let them race, man. Just let them race. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree, hundred percent with that. Anyways, moving on to a bit of an overtaking mass class from two drivers, uh, Lewis and Carlos. I'm gonna come to you on this, uh, Mahad. What do you think about um, Lewis and Carlos's performances today in terms of overtaking? Um. I'll start on Carlos first. Uh, outstanding performance. Firstly, um, I'm not like, I don't really have an opinion on Carlos Sainz. I don't like rate him, rate him. I don't think he's trash. I just think that like, good driver. But uh, considering the scenario that he was in, starting from the back of the grid and being able to do execute that many takeovers on a track that's so greasy where you don't even have like, the racing line's already set where it's dried out, where everybody's been driving around and you have to kind of go in the wet to do overtakes. Um, he was able to do a lot of nice moves on a lot of drivers in that race to get all the way up from, what, um, P19 to about P8. Uh, a bit hairy when he tried to overtake Vettel. Uh, that was a bit... But I think he kind of lost it once he hit the curb and uh, was trying to... He had a bit of a oversteer and kind of like tagged Vettel. But apart from that, it was like a really, really good drive. One thing I want to know about Sainz. Sainz is fighting for his life against Ferrari. He drives for Ferrari, but he's fighting his life against him. For, because he's doing absolute madness in his race, trying to get it from the back to the front. And then he goes in the pit stop, and they give him eight seconds on his head top for a pit stop. You are taking the piss. The, you, the guy is doing all he can for you guys. And he said on the radio, oh, don't worry, guys, about the pit stop, blah, 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 blah. And they were apologising to him. But you can't do them things, man. Think about where Sainz could have been. He was eighth. He could have been way higher if he didn't have eight-second pit stop. This is These things need to get ironed out. I know it's probably to do with the new technical regulations and the pit crew being able to have to press the button to give it the okay that the tyres on and everything like that. But Too busy thinking about their next cappuccino. That's the <laughs> Yeah, like I said, they're making pizzas on the pit wall. I don't know what they're doing out there. We'll speak about what happened with Leclerc and stuff like that. But yeah, Sainz, Sainz did a good job uh, considering the circumstances. Could have done even better if he didn't have that disadvantage. And uh, he had a faultless race. Uh, with Lewis, however, I think he, uh, from the jump, he was on he was on smoke from the beginning, from to overtaking guys. Cut through Vettel quickly. Yeah. Uh, a couple of laps of Yuki um, doing some Yuki did some good defending. We, can we Yuki give him flowers? Stock up. Yuki stopped went up. <laughs> yeah, listen, no, not that much. Not that much. No, a little little bit because it went up. It went up, up, and then I mean, span, and then it went yeah, down. I, I was kind of intrigued with the Yuki stock. I was intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> it was market manipulation. Bookmark to stop. 
So, yeah, um, yeah it was good defending. No? Sometimes I just look at the purity of the drive and see, okay, wh- where is he positioned in the car when Lewis is behind you and stuff like that? He was positioning it well. He was defending well the position well. So, And he probably held up the position way better than everybody else that was around him. Even better than um, Vettel, Gasly, all the, everybody that over got, to, got overtaken by Lewis. So he did well in that re- regard, obviously, he span off later. But yeah, Lewis was just cutting through the field. He was uh, late breaking all over the gaff. He was just trying to cook those tyres and try to gain as many positions as possible. Um, and I think it was... Uh, I, I don't think... It, I think it was smooth sailing for him, first half of the race. I think he was doing everything he needed to do. He got into a good position from P11 to, um, to I think P5. when everybody started pitting, he got off to all the way to P3. So, yeah. um, normal day in the office for Lewis. Uh, people, people say, oh, Lewis is a front runner, blah, 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 blah. Listen, put this guy in mid, midfield. He'd be cooking these guys all day long, man. Yeah. This is what he's about. So, quite reminiscent to his time when he was in GP2 and <clears throat> in Turkey when he just sliced through the whole grid. Did the same thing today. Uh, yes, uh, on the race day. So, yeah, um, Lewis outstanding. Kwame, well, I mean, you have any thoughts on uh, either driver's uh, performance yesterday? Yeah, no, I do. Um, like my heart, uh, Lewis did something yesterday. Uh, he made it very easy. Um, he made it seem so very easy. Driving the wet in the rain is not easy at all. Especially, you know, when you're driving the wet in the rain, you can get all the water come back on you. You've got no new weapons. Um, basically, be out there, be to track. He, the way you know, he made, he made Gasly and Norris off pants to him to overtake was well, just very, very, you know, insane. Especially, you know, Gasly and Norris are the um, star boys that people say in this pod, you know, and you know, just did like that very easily. Yuki, I feel like, like my said, was you know, the hardest one. I want to even the people saying that Yuki's having a bad season. Um, but yeah, he did his thing, and then you know. I say, yeah, I want to say first half even. I say the f- first three quarters of the race, he did well. He was getting closer to Max, and then, you know, he had the whole pissed up situation, which we'll, we'll go into later on this pod. Um, with um, Science now, Science obviously came a bit more further, so he had a lot more cars to overtake. But that Ferrari today, they did, I thought the Ferrari was very fast in circuit. He had the Clur, he was up there, um, even one point, he could have won, he was leading the race at one point. Because maybe even possibly one, we'll talk about that later. Um, and then, yeah, um, I feel like Ferrari again, their strategies again, same for Marks as well. A lot of questionable decisions that have been done. I know hindsight 2020, like I said on the uh Twitter account, but yeah, they could have done better. But yeah, science and Lewis, they did their job today, overtaking the fields. Yes, people can say, cool, they're in the fastest car, but you know, they're in the faster car than the rest of the field. But I, I didn't see Danny Rick do that, and he, he was already back in 20th. Uh, we didn't we didn't touch on that quality. It's, it's science absolutely dunking on Danny Rick's head just for bands. Just for bands. Hold that, my head. Hold that. Uh, listen, yeah. listen, listen. Yeah. I will allow uh Daniel Ricardo to go back on Fraud Watch. Maybe I was a bit too gassed and said take him off and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't watch quality. I just saw the piece, I just saw the timesheet and I saw yo. He's uh, back Ricardo like he never left. He's back like he's never left. Wait, he's in the outback. I don't know where he's at. I don't know what he's doing. He's getting knocked out in Q3 twice in the McLaren. What are you doing? No, Q1 twice in the McLaren. You're taking the piss, man. You remember, and, uh, and is insult, not, not just that, not to add insult to injury, Mick Schumacher in a has finished ahead of him. In a has yeah, that that's wild. That's wild. That's wild. Anybody that wants to defend Daniel Ricciardo on that one. You're gonna have to take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror because that's a has, bro. You got to qualify by a has. That's like that's that's that. You know when you put um like a black mark uh, a black mark on someone's record, that's a black mark on your record because brother, what are you doing? I uh, I never watched quality, but uh, and I'm, it's probably something to do with like track evolutions and stuff like that. But and nope, Ferrari, it just, was just a po- no. it was just a poor drive from Ricardo. That was it. I, I think it was a poor race. I think it was a poor race for Ricardo as well. In, yeah. in, in reality, we're, we're talking about what Sainz did and what you did. I don't know whether the car that was just, there was just nothing there because Norris didn't look fast either. But they're, they're trying to say those those big issues on the car, but I, I kind of don't buy that because at the beginning he was struggling when he said that, and then towards the middle to the end of the race he started 
increasing in pace, but it still wasn't enough to catch up with the points or the rest of the grid. So I don't he's know. Got, he's got a fresh engine, man. There's no excuses. It's fresh engine, man. I don't I don't know what to say, man. We'll speak about him at the end of the season when we do our review. When we do our like yeah. grades and that. But I'm, he's he ain't getting an A, tell you that. Yeah, most most definitely, yeah. Anyways, uh, staying on to Lewis, we'll move on to the wheel to wheel battle. Well, probably maybe the highlights of the whole race, to be fair. Lewis Fichejo, uh, Martz, what's your opinion on it? Do you think it was a uh, fair, fair race? Or do you think Lewis got a bit it's cheaper? Nice to see a Red Bull driver know how to do wheel to wheel racing without contact. I didn't think it was possible, you know, but I suppose it's what you, it's that, that's not. He, he didn't grow up in the Red Bull Academy, so he didn't get taught that, you know, just crash into your opponent when um, you're wheel-to-wheel racing with them. But, yeah, it was, it was good to see. Um, Checo as well, who has come under a lot of stick in recent weeks. He um, finally, I mean, he didn't really qualify well yesterday, and there was a lot of people calling him out yesterday. And he literally, like, with, I think the first lap, he was up to um, P4, which was, like, great. Um, and he and he literally just yeah just stuck it on he just stuck it on Hamilton like just wheel to wheel and he just took Hamilton all the way around um I can't remember from what turn it was but all the way to that turn three I think it was um on the next lap and he just yeah it was it was just it was, it's what what you expect to see from Checo and I think that's what people want to see a bit more and he helped he he did his job to help Max basically um. And the only reason why Luce overtook him was because Checo ended up going going in for the pit. Um, and yeah, I don't really, I don't really think, I don't even really see Lewis really getting past Checo that easy um, for the rest of the race. I think it would have been a lot more difficult than I think some people might have expected. But yeah, Checo stopped going up. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. Um... Matt, do you have any um, opinions on the World's Wheel Battle? That's what, we, that's what we're here to watch, isn't it? That's the type of racing I want to see. Um, very, very um, good battle between them. Uh, people are saying, oh, why is uh, Perez cutting through the pit lane? Yeah, because he got squeezed into the pit lane. But at the end of the day, I don't think anybody should get any type of penalty for that because a man want to see racing. Um, so... Um, Really, one thing that interested me because I watched this this morning. One thing that interested me was they both came out. Uh, you know when they got into, onto the pit lane straight. How fast is that Mercedes? He, Lewis was gone. He was gapping him, and I was thinking, yeah, okay. Was mm, and I'm thinking, Merck's made some gains on straight line speed. Yeah, they um, had not- more down. They added more. Da- is it down more downfalls to the car uh, this weekend, so you can get past cars, um, so you could do better in the turns. But even though they're going to lose a bit on the straight, but even down the straight, they were still rapid, which was like, uh, it was still a shock. But um, yeah, I think it was, and that's the kind of same thing. But same thing, Bottas was like, they said uh, it was 1.4, well. 1.4 seconds quicker, I think, down the straight. The, um, this new, this new Merc, uh, yeah, the that's what that's pack. what this that's what Bottas was looking like in Monza as well. He was faster than mm. everybody on the streets. He was go, he was off. Yeah. So um, got a little bit of a rocket ship there. Uh, one thing that I was supremely impressed at: look, Perez ain't that guy. Perez ain't that guy that you can think you can just dunk on. He's very, very good at defending. Everybody can get onto him about his quality pace and how off the pace he is compared to Max and so on. But when it comes to actually driving and defending your position, this is the guy you want. Uh, I don't think it would have been a, yes, yes, he pitted and stuff like that, but I don't think it would have been an easy job for Hamilton to go past him, especially considering that Hamilton went. Uh, Perez was managing his tyres so well throughout that race; these tyres weren't even finished like that. He was actually, I was noticing, I don't think people noticed this, that he was actually going onto the wet patches to kind of cool down his tyres every other lap, just to kind of like maintain it and make him stick out a little bit more, and then. Um, he was supreme um, in defending when he got wheel to wheel with Hamilton. He didn't give him an inch. Um, for you to say, for, for me to say this, that he he was uh, late breaking more than Lewis Hamilton. To late break more than Lewis Hamilton is impressive stuff because Lewis breaks so late and into the uh, into turn one, what he did was outrageous. What Perez did outrageous. That's what kept him the position. And even then. 
when he pitted and he came out, um, he managed his tyres well compared to how Leclerc looked and how he managed his tyres when it came to the graining bit. And Perez was able to quickly dunk on Leclerc as well. So um, great performance podium and um, Red Bull will be really happy with Perez. Yeah, Checo done his thing this weekend, no doubt. And uh, that Mercedes new ice is really icing, to be fair. So, listen, I can't complain, but after that helps them with the championship, I'm all for it. Anyways, moving on, Kwame, I want you to talk, touch on a certain team that's been a bit of a disappointment this season. That's Aston Martin. Now, I couldn't really recall too much of their decision to... One sec, one sec. No, what? wait, 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 no. This is, no. I'm going to play host now, yeah? Richard, let's get into it. Let's get into it. No, no, no. I'm yeah? hosting that. No, no, no. Let me finish your points. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, no, because no, no. Let's let's calm down. Calm down. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because I'm hosting right. I did not see who made the decision in terms of whether of Seb should go on mediums. Because I went away for a bit, and then it seems Seb sliding about some medium. So I'm like, what's happened here? So I can't I can't give you the breakdown here. So Kwame. I will come to you. Can you t- tell me the breakdown of why Aston so Martin? So I'm not shameless. I didn't I see. Away, I did you not see so you went away for that second. <laughs> no, I went away, and then I see Slep sound about a yellow tires. I'm like, what's going on here? And then he said, mm. it doesn't work. I'm just thinking, oh, okay, then. Kwame. So, like so what do you, what do you understand by that, Richard? What do you understand about that? It doesn't work. I don't so know who, who, who said yes. Do you think it was a bit of a, a bit of a joint decision? No, that no. They, they might have made. I don't know. I, I, I don't mean, know. Don't you, think, don't you think his race engineer would have been asking Seb, "How does it feel? Do you think we could go on to sticks that every other person's race I, engineer was asking?" I do not know. I don't know. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. I don't. I, can, I don't can, know. Can you make an I assumption? Can you make I've an assumption? I've got an answer. I've got an answer. Whoever, listen, listen, listen. Whoever, whoever decision was, it was a bad decision. Like even before Seb pitted, whoever, whoever said yes to the agreement of it, it was a bad decision. That's that. I'm not defending it. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. It was the right. Should have took the risk. It was a bad decision. Whoever actually no. Whoever suggested it, it's a bad decision because she never been brought up at all. That's that. Listen, it was, so, your, it, was it was partly your boy's decision, yeah. It, and we're gonna start it, making pretty come my way comps for him. That's what we're gonna do, bro. Oh, all right, listen, yeah. I, I saw the radio um, after I saw the race, and uh, it was Seb that said. Let me put on mediums. Obviously, look, I, listen, it's not as bad as you think it is because where was he running? I think he was running at P11 anyway. What's the, what's oh the God, difference? Yeah. You might as well he gamble, wouldn't like, he? He was definitely. Was, he, 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 oh, he still got points, though. That's the issue. He, he was at P11, P10. He was fighting for the okay, one or two points, cool, but for where Aston Martin are now this season, they've been flopping. They need to get points, whatever. Especially when Lonzo, you know, is back in the grid due to him, you know, crashing out, you know, shooting me, whatever. It, it was a risk that was not worth taking. Like, okay, cool. Yes, the track might be drying up, but it was still too wet for you to go on on, on, for, on for the sticks. It, it made no sense. Everybody else had the call and they stayed on the intermediates. You decided, you know, let's be, you know, I don't know what's after money season. They just feel like, you know, let's, let's be different. Let's just be different for, for, for no That's reason. Vettel, That's Vettel, though. That's Vettel prompted it. I'll tell you, because everyone... Vettel everyone, said on the radio, everyone, let's put mediums on. Everyone's asking the everyone's engineers asked them, How is the track feeling? Do we need another set of intermediates? Because we, we suspect there might be a bit more rain coming. Seb's the only one out here talking well, about no. mediums. Yeah. No, no, but oh, check right. this out. Check this out. Yeah. If he puts mediums on and then man flies to like P3, then he's big break. Exactly. Then so exactly you might as well be big big and the club. You gotta respect if the out, they're the guy if they flop. Like if we damn you do, damn you don't. They took a risk. But yeah. it's not damn you do, yeah. damn you don't. The Mac, they, the Mac, they, they have, they have. If I have access to other guys' radios and I can go on F1 TV and I can listen to the radios and hear everyone asking, we're, we're thinking about paying for a new fresh set of intermediates. Everyone's coming in for a new set of intermediates, and then here comes Seb with a new set of um, what's it called? Uh, mediums. The fact yeah. of matter is, Ricardo came in first, and Ricardo. At first, he looked quite slow on the new inters, but then he was starting to be, um, he started to pick up a lot of pace and he was, he was starting to move a lot quicker and he was matching the same times as used inters. And then, um, I think he started, he was a bit, ended up being a little bit more quicker. And that's when everyone decided to come in for new intermediates. 
uh, apart from like I think Ocon, Hamilton, Leclerc, and Perez, they will stay that a bit longer. But now this one thinking, oh, let's be different. I want to be different and coming for yellow sticks. That doesn't make all sense. Right. Okay, that okay. doesn't make sense. I, at I all. think I think I think the onus is more on um, the Not people even... because they've got more information. So if Vettel was suggesting to you, let's put mediums on, you just say no. And you bring out intermediates. Okay. That's it. That's you got to overrule him on that, and Not just even. put on whatever. T- you end of the day, the pit walls decided what tires are going on. Not you. Not even you don't decide. Go for hard. He didn't want to go for hards. He went for mediums. It don't matter. Hards and no, mediums are the same. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It comes to them yeah. conditions. It's all dry tire. It's all dry tire. I know it's a dry tire, but at least go for the harder compound. If he thought he was big brain, it didn't work. At the end of the day, like okay, look, you, I know what Kwame was saying about points. Um, like, oh, um, he lost out maybe on P9 or... That's P9. It's just well, this is small, small points. You might as well risk it and gamble it Take and it try to get more. So, yeah. and at the end of the day, Stroll got points anyway, but um, he was in a, he was nowhere in the race anyway. Vettel was nowhere in that race before he got pitted. So he had to do something. You weren't going to do it on sheer pace and sheer driving. Um, but yeah. Um, I put out a it was, it was, it's a, it, It'd be part of his comp. If somebody makes a comp for him, lost, fell comp. 20 seconds. That, that lap 20 seconds on one lap. 20 seconds on I one put, lap. I put out a prediction, yeah? And I got everything wrong except for Seb spinning twice. That's it. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna spin on the mediums. Come on, man. You're nasty. Just, on, just That's nasty, nasty stuff. <laughs> you, you are nasty. Anyways. Anyways, I'm going to take Hold this off to get caught. Hold that, no, don't, don't worry, you're going to get caught by TMLH soon. Don't, don't worry about that. You'll get your time on the sun. Just before that, let's move on to my favourite driver on the grid, Charles Leclerc. And his decision to want to do hero ball and stay out to the end. And then the pastor boy said, nah, dog, come in. So he's like, oh, okay, then. Mahad, talk to us about our boy wants to do hero ball and stay out. And a funny, that, I don't know if you copped it. Um, he asked the engineer if we stay on this pace. When he was from Sabotas, we stay on this pace here. Where could we end up? The engineer goes, oh, if you keep Bottas behind you, P1. Yeah. What sort of information is that? Listen, what sort of information is that? you know what? You know what? You know what? Yeah. For once in my life, I feel sorry for Leclerc because he's dealing with some incompetent people, man. <laughs> There's some incompetent people on that people. Mm. Like, for those people out there that um, think, oh, yeah, Ferrari and Leclerc is going to win a championship, you better hope he's in a bloody rocket ship because you can't hope on strategy because strategy is going to F him over. Every yeah, single time, yeah, yeah. the kind of I can understand what Leclerc was asking. Yeah, Leclerc kind of wants information on okay, if we pit, where am I going to come out to? What's the possible race finish? Can we go out for longer? He got that information. The pit wall were either airing him or giving him stupid information. So for Leclerc, he's a bit in no man's land. It's payback from one. last week, isn't it? It's payback from um when he did he ignored Damien. Was was it? What's the last yeah, race? In, in Russia, in Russia, Russia, in Russia, Russia yeah, Sochi. Yeah, the... where he was just doing Sunday, Sunday, um, Sunday, Sunday drives. drives. Yeah, and, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing rumors about strained relationships between Leclerc and uh, some of the back people in Ferrari and stuff like that. So maybe it's that, but I don't know why Ferrari. When he was asking those questions, Ferrari added, and I was like, well, just let him know, because at the end of the day, I think I don't think it's Leclerc. Leclerc was going long. Fair enough. Yeah, he was doing what uh, Lewis was doing. But if he pitted, when he asked, should we pit, what's going on? Should we going long? Are we staying out? Then he would have got a podium. So that's a failure on Ferrari on the pit wall. Again, they they, they fucked up with signs and then they're like, oh, let's, let's rubber stamp this. Let's double down and let's fuck up Leclerc's race as well. From when um, you heard... Go on. Yeah, from when you heard Bonotto say um, he's going to be um, not going to be down, he's going to be at the factory developing the 2022 car. You just knew they were going to have an absolute jolly up this weekend. Ferrari were like, I mean, they always have a jolly up, but you just knew it was going to be worse because Bonotto wasn't there. Unserious um, organization. It, it, listen, listen. Um, I don't think the race one was ever there. Uh, uh, he wasn't going to let them tires last all the way to the end, and even if he did, he would have got dunked on. Uh, by Bottas and Verstappen so I don't think it was there for him but I feel like the feedback from the pit wall was not good enough and the communication was not there and them selling them useless information You all you got to do is it's not hard all you got to do is see everybody else you already got the information there from Daniel Ricciardo he pitted way earlier you could see what the inters are about so just put on the inters don't 
oh, I'm in P1 and start panicking. What's wrong with you lot? You're just fumbling the bag again. That's another podium fumbled uh, for Leclerc. So he could have. I think um, he could even come out of P2 if he. He could have come out P2. P2. Could have. If he pitted when he asked, I think yeah, there was enough time between him and Max for him to come out P2. So yeah, he was having a good race. Keeping pace mm. with Bottas and uh, and yeah, um, a good race overall. He was there; he could it's see only, them. The it's only race. that whole it's not like it will go long gone. Situation That's not. But from that decision, you could see from time you're seeing your driver locking up on corners because Kaz Taz are dusted. You need to pit. Just say box, box. Do what you need to do. Take it. Take control because at the end of the day, sometimes that driver needs the guidance and see, needs the bigger picture, and he didn't get that. So. Um, usually I'm a big, you know, as you may know, I'm not a big fan of Leclerc, but I'm putting this more on the pit wall today. The Ferrari are absolute shambles. And I think even, I know the the hardest Ferrari fans will say they've been a shambles for a very long time in terms of strategy and deciding what to do. Yeah, most definitely. They they definitely let down Leclerc today, but, you know, Ferrari's going to Ferrari, isn't it? Anyways, let's move on to, you know, the main topic I have, what Mart is very eager to talk about and get cooked over. Lewis wants to stay out. Mart, talk to me. Um, I think it was the wrong decision. Um, I think, like, I I think the result Lewis got was more on him and what he'd done today. But Mercedes did have a hand in it as well. They weren't giving him the right information. Um, like Leclerc. I think if they've given him the information that maybe, all right, if you come out, you potentially end up, you're going to end up P5. Um, so when he pitted, I think they should have told him, if you pit now, you're going to end up P5. And behind Perez and Leclerc again. Um, and then, yeah, I think that was misinformation mis- from Lewis, uh, sorry, from Bono's part and the strategy team on Mercedes. But I think, like, Mercedes told, Lewis are coming twice before that and he just ignored it. Um and he and he, he was re- he was a real one trying to play hero ball. And I don't understand why. There was no sense for him to be playing hero ball. Like he when they told him to pit, he was already losing time to Verstappen. Like he, I think at one point he was like two seconds behind Verstappen when Verstappen was going through his graining issues. And then when Verstappen's tires finished the graining issues. And he was going normal. Lewis was like losing almost two seconds a lap to Verstappen, and then Perez was gaining on Lewis as well. Sorry, no, no, Leclerc was gaining on Lewis. Like, I think Leclerc had like one point three seconds on um, on Lewis in that one sector. So Mercedes didn't do a good enough job telling Lewis about the timings and how how much time he was losing, but then. Lewis was very stubborn in a way, like not trusting his team to come in. And I think that's my that was my 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 main problem with it. Like Lewis made the ultimate decision and he came out and said it. Like I should have probably in hindsight, I should have probably pitted when I was told to. But when it's Mercedes have to hold their hand up as well and just say when they did do it, it was kind of a dumb decision because he done it with like eight laps to go, and you know he's gonna gonna get two, three good laps, and he has to go for three, four laps of graining. You're not gonna get much be able to get much time with that, and you just put him at risk of finishing six in front of Gat- behind Gasly, which just didn't make sense at all. So in hindsight, maybe yeah, they should have just just left him out. But at the end of the day, Lewis should have pitted, and he would have probably got minimum P4, I think, minimum P4 when they told him to. So. It's it's this one's on him, and he has to, he has to eat that one, man. He has to eat it. And I know Team LH weren't happy with me saying that, but as I said, sometimes he he will make mistakes, and he's not like he's not immune to making mistakes. He will make mistakes, and so it's a championship, and you've got to take the blinders off because he's your favorite driver. You can't just say like, oh, he can't do no wrong. Yes, he can, and he did. So uh, it is what it is. Oh no, man. Like, I feel like there's problems with. We spoke about, we spoke about um, Mercedes strategy and the pit wall. Yeah, there's a lack of trust. Things. There's a clear lack of there, trust. There's a lack of trust. There's a lack of communication. There's problems within that relationship between the pit wall and their drivers. 
in terms of uh, being on the same page. Um, yeah. When when Mercedes say to Lewis, "Let's box," you have to kind of explain this is the reasons why we want to box. Yeah. Rather than just say let's box, Lewis is thinking what because I, I can understand Lewis because Lewis is driving yeah, and obviously Verstappen's going through his graining issues, so he's getting a false reception or saying, "Oh, I'm actually catching this guy." Yeah, yeah, and with those tires, you could see it with Leclerc and um, Lewis. Um, he was kind of like Leclerc and Hamilton were quick in sector two because that was the drier part of the track. So when your tires are bald like that, you're gaining time there but they were losing so much time in sector one and sector three that you, you, you have the possibility of getting dumped by a lot of people um, if you decided to stay out there. So they needed to be like, you need to put inters on. They needed to be more demanding. I know Lewis is thinking, oh, I've done this before. I did it last year. I can drive on cooked tyres on intermediates. If it starts to get dry, I'm getting a P1, which is true. If, 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 if it starts to dry out completely, which it wasn't throughout the whole race. It wasn't like last year where it started to get really, really like the track started to get bone dry and then having slicks tyres was the right idea. It wasn't really that scenario. But I think Mercedes, the pit wall, they have to paint the scenario for him. They need to be constantly speaking to him and giving him yeah. the bigger picture, saying, think- okay, if you box now, you you go, you have fresh tyres um, you'll go through your graining issues, but then uh, you have the potential to dunk on Perez and dunk on Leclerc and get a podium yeah. and get a P3 here. So you have to kind of give him the, the bigger picture and say, okay, if we box now, this is what happens. If we don't box, this is what's going to happen. You're going to finish P5, possibly P6, because but you're going to have to go issues later. My thing also is that um, Lewis did it last week. Uh, sorry, at Sochi as well. And it almost cost him. Like, he would have been slipping sliding like Norris at Sochi. If he did, if he stayed out, and he tried, he ignored the call the first time, and it, it, he should. Yeah, you could say he came in in the end, but I think yeah, because Mercedes gave him more information, and this time Mercedes probably should have given him information. But sometimes, if your engineer saying box box, at least even try find out why you're boxing. I mean, he didn't even try to. He just said, "Oh, I think I could stay out. It's fine. Um, cool, let's even do if another you, lap." Even, it, and he even gave it another lap. Even if you don't well, explain it, it's just a There's a huge yeah. miscommunication at the end because when Lewis did the pit, his first thing he said was, guys, why not? Why you not tell me I'll be in P5 uh, behind the club, just ahead of Gasly? Was it behind Gasly? That's the first I thing he, thought, he, he said. He thought he was a lot quicker yeah, than he Yeah, he didn't know was. where he was. Yeah, he where I, he think he knew, I think he knew. I think he thought I was in the pit window. He thought he was in the pit window, Kwame. Where when he pitted, oh, I'll come out and I'm still going to be third. Mm. So that that's the problem here because you're supposed to tell him. How can you pick somebody and them thinking they're still third, and then they come out and they're seeing Leclerc and Perez in front of him? It, this is such bad communication. At the end of the day, and if Lewis said, "Okay, look," if Lewis says, "I know I'm going on a bit of a rant now," if Lewis says, "I want to stay out," yeah, and my man starts to lose positions. Or his tire blows up and on a back hooting with straw or whatever, and he loses everything, that is on Lewis. You know what I'm saying? But then these but, people still blame Merck because they'll say, Oh, Merck should have insisted that he come in. No, like, to, that, to the to, to the kind of Lewis. what we did to um like kind of what we did with McLaren last um time. We said McLaren should have insisted that Norris come in, but they didn't. And if you if Mercedes aren't insisting if they say um, Lewis decides to stay out and he still goes on and he ends up losing more and more position, ends up 6 7, and then everyone blames, um, no one's going to blame Lewis. They're always going to blame Mercedes because of their past history as well, because of how much that they've messed up this season. So Mercedes are always more likely to get the blame, and no one's re- like really looking at what Lewis is doing as well this season. Man, if you think. No, go on. No, I was going to say, if he went long, he's finishing way lower than he did. Than he did. P5 is is a best scenario. He was going to lose positions. If we look at um, what Ocon was doing in that last lap, Jovanazzi was about to dunk on him. We're talking about he was losing, what, five seconds a lap. If Lewis started losing five seconds a lap, Norris is over. Ocon's tires were bleeding, man. Ocon's tires were bleeding. And if he has a DNF... 
if he has a DNF, what are we saying today? If Lewis drives, tries to go the whole race, and remember, he's in a different scenario to Ocon. I know people are saying, oh, he's a better driver than Ocon. Obviously, he's a better driver than Ocon and stuff like that. This is Lewis. He's been pushing the whole race to overtake guys. Ocon ain't been doing that. So if he if he decides, oh, I'm going to go along with these tyres and they blow up on him and you have a DNF, that is, that's the championship done. That's the championship done, basically. You can't have a DNF at this stage. So um, people people are getting onto Mercedes for boxing him at the end. They had to box him. That was that was like they probably knew the tire pressures. They know information that we don't know. So they probably knew. Look, this is gonna these tires are gonna blow up. So we need to get points, or uh, we're gonna be in issues there. So I can understand from Mercedes standpoint. Anyway, go ahead, Richard. Yeah, I was just about to ask you that question, but you already answered it on You know, would Lewis have got away with it if he went long? Or, you know, people are saying, oh, because Ocon's tyres and da-da-da. Well, probably not, as you said, because he was pushing. So, it was kind of right to pit in the end anyway. Did you see but what his tyres looked like? Like, what's it called? When they took him off, they were done. They were finished. It was slicks. They were basically slicks. He, he was he was going to be slipping and sliding at some point, man. He was going to be slipping and sliding. No, yeah, Definitely. Kwame, do you think uh, Mercedes should have been more structured, structured in uh, calling Lewis in? Basically saying to him, you know, from when he first called him in and when Lewis said no, do you think they should have said to him, look, if you don't pit within three laps, you know, because obviously you've got five laps to go through the graining phase, you know, you're going to have to stay out unless you're going to end up being P5 if you pit on lap 50, for example. You know, 100% I feel like, again, Mercedes and Pitbull, like I said, they've got all the information They've got all the, you know, the mathematical approach. You know, they can estimate how long the tire's going to last. Uh, you know, if, if the track's going to drop or not. Um, they've got all this information that the driver doesn't necessarily have or just got less information of. So I feel like if the team were, were very, very sure in their head that, okay, cool, his tire's going to fall off, then yes, they should have been more insistent to Lewis um, because they know that if that doesn't work out, then... It's because this may not work in the race. And like Mahad said, if they pitted when when it was asked to, he would have been in a high position rather than when they tried to lay it and long it out. And because as you saw the tie, even when they changed the inters, it was still slow because they still had the gain the graining phase of the tires to uh, get rid of. And um it didn't work out for their in their favor. They were slower on the new pairs of inters than the old than the old ones was. If they pitted a bit more earlier. They would have gone through the graining phase and then the new interest would have came to speed. So I feel like teams should be, if they're very, very sure and very, very confident in, in, in their telemetry, in their what they're seeing, in their data, they should 100% be more assistant to their drivers. It's always before last week with... Uh, I'm sorry. I can't buy that, man. Like, you're a team. Like, that's their job. And on, I understand, yeah, Mercedes are messed up and stuff. And you're... You will second guess what they're doing sometimes, but as a driver, that, I mean, yeah, you you give feedback to the race engineer and stuff, and they'll make the strategy from that. But I can't, I can't, I can't put it down to someone saying they should have insisted more. Like for me, for example, if you're revising for a test, yeah, and your teacher tells you, "Oh, revise for the test," but you're like, "No, I'll be fine. I'm gonna just walk into the exam hall and do it." You walk into the exam hall, you fill the test. You can you then blame the teacher and say, "Oh, the teacher didn't insist enough for me to revise"? No, no, no. I hear that. I hear that. I hear you that. can't. I you have me. to like. You actually have to like sometimes just listen. And I, I, as I said, it's, it's this is two weeks in a row now. This is two weeks in a row. I mean, yes, last time Mercedes insisted, but if you're not um, gonna come in when they tell you to, it's. I can't put that on the team. Like, for me personally, I can't put that solely on the team. I think that's more on the driver. Like, you need to have a bit more faith in your team. And, yes, it's difficult, but... Listen, listen, that's unfair. Do you know why? Because Lewis is driving at 200 miles an hour around the track. How is he going to know the bigger picture? These guys have to paint the picture for him via comms. I understand that, but your guys told you box they even that like, they said all right we'll give it one more lap and see what the data saying they told you to box again they were still there waiting for him after another lap with the tires and he just drove he still went around like what more can they do what more can they that's do tr- 
That strategy is on fraud watch. That's why. Lewis knows they're on fraud watch. Listen, if someone's told you to do something and you've ignored it and you think you're you think you know what's best, and you you Lewis should know that they have more information. If they turn into box, box. Like now he's come out and he's boxing. He's like, oh, um, why, why I'm behind? I'm in P five, and he's like, oh, I, don't, I didn't know that. Well, you didn't. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't be P five if you had boxed earlier, bro. If you had boxed earlier when you were told to, you wouldn't be in P five right now. Yeah, but that's, well, that's all hindsight, though. It's not hindsight. It's I. I saw it from. I said that as soon as soon as it happened, I said it. This is on Lewis. This is on Lewis. If, Lewis, if, Lewis okay, ruined that, his own race today, okay, and he was going so to... well. Okay, if Lewis decided to stay out, he would have cooked his own race. It would, it would have been one of the dumbest decisions ever did. Ever did. Like the, to, to those people that think, "Yo, yeah, Lewis could do it. He did it last year." Them tires were down to the white line. If you got the white track. line of your tires, they're about to go. It's not like last year. Last year they still had a little bit of grip on the edges. This year it's, you couldn't go long, so they couldn't. They should have made it abundantly well. clear: you're not going long. The track was a lot more Ocon, faster and got more grip as well. Ocon got overtaken track. by. Ocon got overtaken by what signs lap like 14 laps to go or something like that, yeah. So, Ocon, remember how far signs back how far back he was. He overtook Ocon, yeah. By the end of the race, he was 14 seconds ahead of Ocon. So, what would have happened to Lewis if he stayed up? Every man behind him would have dunked on him because that's how much time he would have lost. So, but I, uh, either way, I think it's a kind of I'm, I'm it, it, both to blame. Yeah, I, at the end of the day, I, I, I think it's well. both to blame. You can't, you can't put it. All, yeah, you know, as I said, yeah, I, 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 I think it's, too, it's both. It, it's both to blame, but I think the onus is more on Lewis this time rather than the actual Mercedes team. Um, I, I don't, think, I don't think so. You know, because so he needs to. So you said I before we're, we're going to agree to disagree. Uh, you know, I think we're going to agree to. Disagree. No, I know that. I know, but, but just to say, like you know, you said so your test. No, yeah. yeah if someone says to you do a test, you know, can you blame on a teacher? Blah blah. So you've been in scenarios yet where someone says something to you and because they haven't said it with enough vim, you probably haven't taken it seriously. Mm. It's only when you've said it with vim, you've been like, oh shit, I need to da 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 So you can almost apply that scenario to it as well. If Bannon's just going, oh, Lewis, you need to pay da da but he's not explaining why. If he said to him, look, if you pay within three laps here, you're definitely going to get a podium. If you go past lap 45, you don't pay because you've got to bear in mind you've got five laps of the grain of face to go through. You not you're not gonna get a podium. If he said that clear as day to him, you can say it's hundred percent Lewis's fault because he he outlined the possible scenario of and the outcome to him clear as day. There's no misinterpretation. There's no oh X Y Z. There's nothing. Bono said to you, look, if you don't pay by lap forty five, you're fucked. Simple. Then Lewis can be like, oh, okay, now nah, I'm still gonna go long. If he goes on and the side blows up, it's definitely on Lewis, hundred percent. Mm. But if there's a different scenario, you know. then. You don't mm-hmm. know me. I'm hard on Lewis. I'm hard on Lewis. So I know, I don't know, but you, we need to you, be like transparent yeah. for the listeners and blah blah. No, blah. I get, yeah, I get, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. There's but, some people that agree with me. There's some that will disagree with me. I have no problem. Yeah, with of course. That. That's yeah. the whole point of it. It's the whole point of this, isn't it? So, no, it of course. It, it could have like been came for him after for uh, for being frustrated. Like that was racing. What yeah. Do you expect? Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't, I don't like the way Lewis has to do think pieces as well. Like, yeah. I don't like the way Lewis has to do that. I wish he could just say, "Look, everyone, just fuck off." Like I don't care. Because you see, you see, when Lando, yeah, he when Lando, you know, fucked up in Sochi, he was getting empathy. This morning interviews, <laughs> everyone in the comments, fucking, da, 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 oh, you'll get him next time, champ. Oh, oh. Don't worry, champ. You'll get next time. Oh. This, we had two weeks of that crap. Man, get press one. Oh my god, you, no, two weeks, but they were doing it for all the quality as well. Press one as well. Yeah, I've I seen interviews as well in quality talking about that still. That's the worst thing as well because here's uh, with Lewis, yeah, because like Lewis, okay, we know how F1 is too much all the time, so uh, you know, predominantly white sport, you've got to be clean cut and whatnot. But Kimmy does the same thing on the radio, you know, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, 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 it was a stupid drink, you know, that he broke, yeah, he broke himself. Yeah, I was in the radio today of Kimmy complaining about the drink, he said, Oh. You can fix a fucking F1 car, but you can't fix something simple as a drink. <laughs> Fam, he was going off. But, you know, no one will say nothing because oh, it's Kimmy. Yes, I don't know. When they, they something, do say something, when they do say something about it, it's all funny. It's all funny. It's like, oh, we're going to miss Kimmy. <laughs> yeah. We're going to miss mm. Kimmy. And, and, and then Lewis, Lewis, Lewis getting a bit yeah. frustrated. It's like, you know, didn't tell me we're going to be P5. And it's like, 
Okay. Mm. He could be frustrated. Told him that, nice Why did they tell him he was going to be P5? That's, to me, that's just egregious. They shook of him. Like I said, long time ago, in one of the early episodes, I said, Merce- uh, listen, Lewis Hamilton is Mercedes strategy. That man, I shook yeah. him. It's 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 that it's that um it's that um LeBron in in the NBA in it. It's player power. He has more power than the actual team. That's the problem. Mm. And I think that I think that's the case. Lewis is uh, such like he's all these championships. is kind of weighing in on the team now. They're like we don't want to second guess him because he's done so much amazing things. And I think they're putting a bit too much trust into him now. And they're not trusting that. And he's not giving them that same trust. And they're not trusting themselves because of how much they've messed up. I think the whole, they, they need to do a whole review of that whole team. And um, that girl, that woman that's on maternity leave or whatever, she needs to come back and fix that team up quick time, bro. Good up. Right. So, yeah. They, I, I, need, I, they, need, they need to have a counseling session. No, they need to have a te- team away day, one of them ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do bowl on the sun, do you know what I mean? Yeah, just you know, get get everyone's head sorted and whatnot. Anyways, moving on to sector last bit of the day. Driver of the day, Mahad. Who's your driver of the day? Never really thought about this, you know. Um... Especially candidates, you know. There's Potter, Sainz, um, maybe Checo. I can't think of four, to be honest. Uh, the easy choice would be science, and I assume that science won on the fan vote or whatever. That yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Science just because of the amount of people they overtook. Uh, um, to me, I think it's Perez. Got all the all the things that I said previously about him managing the tires, um, managing to hold off Lewis, managing to get a podium. I don't. He, uh, he had a bit of a faultless race, so it's even between Perez and Bottas. Bottas has a walk in the park today at that race. He had an absolute walk in the park. So it's between those two. Uh, it, I'm going to swing to Bottas. Let's give him a driver of the day. Probably be his last one. Come, on. Mart. Um, you know what? I'm going to give it Mick just for getting the hassle to Q2. Right? I, I can't even lie. Charity session. Listen, listen, it's for Sunday. I'll it's for Sunday, fam. Not for Saturday. Listen, you don't give you don't give George um. Driving days for Saturday all the time, bro. Let me give, let me give it to me. This guy hates yeah, Russell. Boy, yeah, uh, Mick for getting yeah, that give it to the Q2, bro. Yeah, come on, man. You're mute, You're Richard, mute bro. bro. You're mute, Richard. Oh shit! Can't use your driver day. Sorry, what I'm using. Um, God damn. <laughs> uh, I would say, um, Jesus. I would say, um. I'll say either side of Bottas for me. Um, I feel like, you know, Bottas did a very comfortable drive. You know, we always dunk on Bottas. We always chat, you know, shit, rest on him. But listen, he um, he, he, he led the race from the beginning. He um, led a comfy lead over Max. He Max didn't have, Max wasn't, you know, touching Bottas in the race. You know, Bottas done a clean, smooth ride. So I've got to give him respect to that. Um, while science kind of did, you know, the more gunko, you know, effect of you know, coming from the back of the grid, getting up high into the points up until Fire mesh up with his strategy, but he's still, you know, from basically what 19th to what eighth. I would say science, but you know, I guess overall, I, I, I wouldn't mind about us either. Yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll probably just about give it to Bottas just because this may be the last great performance you might see of him. <laughs> to be fair, so it's, it's a long It's a sympathy one, isn't it? I can't lie, though. It's, it's leave, like leaving the water. He's signed that deal with Alpha. He's kind Ryan of like Gibson. and he's been much more better. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He was, he was shocking last week. He was shocking at Sochi. He, he was shocking at Sochi. He, no, he, he was, was shocking. He was shocking. I just remembered now. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, 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 no, but then they threw his engine away, so it might be because of that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Muslim of the day, um, Kwame. Yeah, I've got to give it to the strategy, the strategy, strategy teams in general. Uh, Ferrari or, or Mercedes, I, I, I don't care. Both of strategy teams need a quick think. They need to, you know, need a quick, you know, regroup, rehaul. Because this happens every other week with these two teams. Every other week, they just mess up something. And it's annoying because their cars are actually a fast car as well. Mercedes, I feel like the pressure of the, the championship is getting to them. 
for a while, we just mean for a while, we for how, for how long, you know, how long, yeah, just even them, even them should end the uh, match one day. Mart, I'll give it to you, your boy, and Aston Martin team, bro. Stupid decision. <laughs> Why am I involved in this? <laughs> because you're his number That's one fan, bro. You're his number one fan. I'll give it to you, bro. You're his number one fan. I told you I don't like him and the other and the Spanish omelette uh, they're, that they're on that grid, bro. They need to go. Carlos. No, oh, the other on. one. He who oh, shall not be named. Oh, mad, mad, mad. Um, Mazepin Award. Mm, I was going to give it to Ferrari. I was listening to radios. Um, there's like a YouTube channel where it has all the radios together. And um, I was listening to Joe Vinazzi's radio. And it was really interesting because <laughs> it was so funny. This it, it's not Joe Vinazzi's fault. Yeah? So Alfa Romeo was telling him, Alfa, Alfa Romeo, basically Ocon was there. Ocon was there to eat. You know what I'm saying? But Alfa Romeo didn't tell him, yo, this is the last lap. You've got to push so you can overtake Ocon. They thought they still had an extra lap. What? <laughs> so they didn't tell him to push. And then Joe Manas oh. is kicking off on the radio, like, what's going on here? Why didn't you tell me this at the end of the race? You didn't tell me to push for the last lap. So, yeah, Alfa Romeo, hold that. Clowns. Yeah, it runs that defense, Ferrari man. blood, bro. It, it's for that Ferrari genetics. It's really How do you not know what lap is? You're the pit. That's bro. mental. Was that not Ed as well? Was that not Ed on TV? Because I don't remember that. This is on like probably F1 TV and stuff like that. But it'll probably come out later, but it'll probably be on Twitter somewhere. But uh, yeah, I was listening to the the compilation of the last radios and it was just like, what the hell are you doing? What the hell is Alpha doing? But uh, apart from that, I'm going to give it to Ferrari because shit pit stop, they tried to kill off Sainz, then they tried to kill off Leclerc. They're actively working against their own drivers. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Yeah, definitely get to for the terrorism for this weekend. No, Anyways, no that's the end. No vettel, Richard. No, I'll give it to you, actually, yeah. For t- <laughs> <laughs> Lewis. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, I was right. That. I was yeah, right. yeah, was yeah give it about. to you. No, no, no. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. Yeah, hold that. What about your boy? Answer my question. What about your boy? You're going to give it to him. Who's my boy? Lewis. Vettel. What about you? You're a fan boy. Fan, what, what he had a shit race? What do you want me to say? Hey, he thought he was slick. He straw thought beat he him was again. Slick. That's all I want to do. Straw beat him again. Straw beat him again. Straw beat him again. Straw beat don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. You know, abuse Mart off the accounts if you want to. At Pitstop Fracker, both on Twitter and Instagram. Don't worry, we'll be any abuse sent to Mart's way. We will send it to him personally. So don't worry, you won't miss it. If you want to cook him for his uh, Lewis propaganda as well, going against the black man and the white sports, feel free to. Don't worry, you can even DM us it. We'll steal screenshots and send it to him. Anyways, anyways, tune in uh, next week. Maybe uh. I don't know if there's a filler. If not, you'll see us at um, Austin, Texas. Not literally, but, you know, reviewing it. Anyway, Sky, leave TDR at home, bruv. Leave him at home. He didn't get his visa, man. Don't worry about it. That's good. Podcast Network.